I just, I just never had any type of like I don't know. There was nothing I really thought of. Just. Mark Let's see. And welcome to the Board Game Styles Podcast. You rang in right at the end, 7 o'clock. Who are we speaking with today? This is Luke Holt. Oh! Everybody we've hung up on has gotten better. So Luke, we just got to let you know we just dumped Mark from the board game barrage to answer your call. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, let me, can I say something about Mark? <laughs> go ahead, please. Okay, so Chaos in the Old World is an out-of-print game that I've wanted for a really long time. And when you search Facebook Marketplace, he's the first dude that comes up, and he has it for 250 bucks with the Horned Rat expansion, right? That's a really good deal. Like, obviously, it's a lot, but the expansion alone is like $200 by itself. Wow. And wow. I messaged him probably like seven times without a reply. And... uh I gave him a little attitude on the last one. Uh-oh. I was like, yo, are you going to reply or what? Oh, I'm kind of oh, oh, Mark. And then he finally did. But by that time, I'd already bought a copy of the oh, game. So oh, it made no sense. Oh, no. Oh, no. Luke, but I he's... still listen to the Board Game Barrage every week, and I love him very much. Luke, he's my favorite tank, so I cannot what talk about What tank color Mark. is he? Red. Okay. No, yeah, green. Green. Oh, green. Oh, green. oh, caught you off guard. Kellen is red. Kellen even is I red. know that. Oh, I don't even listen to those guys. I'm, I'm terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm what tank are you? I'm seeing red. What tank are you? Kellen treats me. What tank are you? You're just you're just I'm, the I tank. Have, have you're been, just <laughs> the tank. <laughs> I have yet to be on their show because Kellen the, doesn't the, invite me. Gobby's the fish tank. <laughs> I'm the Panhauser. Panhauser. Panzer. The Panzer. <laughs> The pansy? Or? The pansy tank. I'm the pansy tank. <laughs> that would be awful. Showing up. Like, my, my like what, what tank are yours? And you're like, sit up. This is, I'm the panhouser. Like, Gobby, in this culture, we can't really have, a, have this tank be on our emblem on our show. Can, oh. can you imagine, like, like an officer having to go to someone's home to tell a loved one that their husband died? And like, how did he die? Well, he was killed by a pansy. <laughs> he was killed by a pansy. <laughs> it happens. A pansy tank. Well, Luke, Luke, since you're uh, our last caller, we can keep you on well, quite no, longer. Uh, I have some people that I've t- I've promised we will call back. Oh, so well, this might go long. Then we'll have to call them back. Yeah, well, we have to go long because I've promised. That's okay. Uh, I don't know the. All I see is numbers, and they called in. Probably telemarketers. Well, we're busy. <laughs> they might be. Well, they give me a thumbs up when I say we're going to call back. Oh well, we'll call them. Something back. about extended warranties. I'm not sure. But we'll talk to them too. <laughs> Luke, do you have anything you'd like to ask Enrique? He is here in studio. Why is it always? Oh me? my goodness. This is Luke. I'm at a loss for words. Um, Luke Hope. You know, Luke. I, I have a question for you. Since you, since you're uh, hemming and hawing for Enrique, hemming and hawing. Okay, Luke. I, I'm going to ask you a yeah. sincere question. How's okay. your heart? You're allowed. How's my heart? How's, How's your heart? heart? What's that? 
Oh, well, you know, I appreciate you asking that. Um, it's been good, man. I mean, okay. I'm still sleeping on an air mattress that has like a camel hump <laughs> in the middle of it, which is kind of weird, but... Um, oh, you're talking about... Oh, that's but, right. He has, you know... Yeah. He had, some he, things I, in yes, he did. And, he broke up... Yes. Yeah. That's awful. And on our Discord. Yes. Not the best time well, to, this, uh, in our podcast. This episode I, may go long, unlike my relationship. I... Hey, you know, some you things be... are better off that way. You know, just saying. I'm no, just... Uh, <laughs> on, the, on the serious note... Um, I got, I've gotten back to kind of who I am and the things that I like to do. Um, okay. I kind of, every facet of my life I've tried to improve on like finances. I went to counseling. I've been playing volleyball a whole bunch, which is something I didn't get to do last year. Um, so things have been very, very good and, uh, I can't really complain. I'm kind of stuck in this city, which I'm not a huge fan of, but which one? all I can do yeah, is, dox uh, him. uh ra- ra- I'm in rapid city, South Dakota. Wow. Rapid City. Rapid City? Rapid City. Yes. There's rapid. like waters. Oh, okay. Rapid City. Not like, like the move. The city's not fast. And you're, you're a military man, right? Air Force. This is correct. And so is that why you're there? Yes. Stationed. What was your rank? Uh, I'm an A1C. An A1C. Your blood sugar is very high. <laughs> I have no idea what an A1C. Airman first class. So you've Airman got, first class. Yeah. Can I, so in the enlisted corps, it's E3. Ah, all okay. right. You're working your way up. You gonna stay in? Definitely, maybe. Definitely, maybe. You are gonna get your education. Wait, what wait, what they got you do? What's your MOS? Stop! stop. I'm sorry. I, already, I already have a bachelor's degree. I gotta ask you a question. I gotta ask you a question. Hang on, hang on. We're talking stuff. Done. Hang on, hang on. We're talking about this. So, what do you do? What do you do? How do you feel about Maverick? I'm not there yet. He's not a pilot. You know, fun fact. So, in Maverick, you know, in the beginning of the movie, when. He's like, all right, this is the mission that we got to do. We're going to fly into this canyon, and these things are going to shoot at us, and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's my job. Is wow. to tell people what they're going to do? Yeah, as I give briefs and, you just all, brief. that, and all that kind of so stuff. So you're the guy. Yeah. So you're literally the- You're all, a debriefer. You're the guy, like- So if I'm yeah, wearing briefs, I, you I'm debrief always, me. I always go commando whenever I give one. So like you're that you're the old guy with the beard in the original Star Wars. It's like the, the hole's only two meters wide, <laughs> and you guys are gonna go, and most of you won't return. And you just tell them what's gonna happen, and then they all go. So you just get the information, disseminate it down to them, and say, "All right, take off." That's your MOS. Pretty is your debriefer yeah. for the most part? Yeah, that's very interesting. That's interesting. That's a skill. Communications. Yeah, a Did you, you have a bachelor's degree in communications? No, I have a bachelor. Well, kind of, sort of. I guess technically, it's a bachelor's degree in theater arts. Theater. He's not married. You're an actor. Bachelor's degree. That doesn't matter. I was an actor, yes. An actor. I've acted professionally. Very, very briefly. Really? Debrief. Debriefly. So listen, stop making puns. Please stop, John. Have you played football on the beach shirtless? Uh, Absolutely. With the boys. Oh, my God. The boys. (laughs) No, really. What have you acted in? Uh, I was in a stage production of 1776. (gasps) Oh! With um, love the book. Oh my god! Okay, uh, you'll know him, uh, Kevin something. He was the boyfriend to Julia Roberts' character in some movie in like the eighties or nineties. Yes, he uh, was the lead of that show. Uh, um, and so I met him. I met Don Wells. Uh, R.I.P. I met uh, Kevin Bacon. Who else did I meet? <sighs> Don't do no, the I Kevin didn't meet Bacon Kevin thing. Bacon, unfortunately. Oh. Um, who was the other woman that I can never remember? She was in Falcon. 
she was like a hot blonde back in the day, and she was on Falcon, which was only like what's she was Falcon? Only in one episode. And we don't object to five women, but the, look up the hot blonde on Falcon. Look hot blonde. I don't know Falcon. what Falcon is. It's a. It's like the and the Condor. Stop Falcon with me and Snowman. <laughs> That's not. I'm sorry. So you acted. What got you into acting? Well, to finish to answer the first question. I also was a puppeteer for the plant in Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. And that was like the most fun production. That I'm going to stop right there on the puppeteer thing because I'm going to, but because I'll keep going if I, if I keep asking you about the puppeteer thing, but, but the acting, what got you into acting? So initially I wanted to be a voice actor, but I kind of lack the autonomous drive to do something for myself. Like a lot of the reason that I do the jobs that I've done is because it's for like the greater good or for someone immediately benefiting from it. Um, so doing voice acting is very much like a, a lonesome, you got to do it all yourself kind of thing. And it's just not my, not how I operate. Um, so I got out of college and I was like, you know what? I want to get a job with my degree. Cause a lot of people are just like, Oh, I have a degree, but I don't do anything with it. Um, so I hit up the local theater and then in like the six months it took them to finally get back to me. I just went there and was kind of underpaid for the first like two or three months. Um, I mean, all actors are underpaid except for like Brad Pitt and all them, but, but yeah, so then I just started doing, I, I wanted more consistency. I didn't want to look for a job every six weeks when a show ended. So I was more focused on the technical side, like lighting and sound and stage design and all that stuff. So that I was kind of a jack of all trades, I kind of did all that stuff. And then Every now and then, then when they needed an extra body on stage or the puppeteer for the Little Shop of Horrors. That's uh, basically the two times that I did stuff. So. so the puppeteering thing was a special interest of mine. Very briefly, there's a YouTuber called uh, Barnaby Dixon, Barn A-B-Y Dixon, um, okay. who like shows, he's got like a bunch of subscribers, but he shows like various just puppets and things of that nature and how they, they, they work and all that. And that just fascinated me because there's something about uh, ventriloquism and puppets and things of that nature that did just, uh, there's something about that that really just captivates me for some reason. I'm not quite sure oh, why, yeah. because it's I like, mean, I saw, I saw Warhorse on, not on Broadway, but just like a, a, a production of it, like oh, a traveling man. production. And it was incredible. You know, like the first five minutes they're out there, you're like, Oh, look at these guys dressed in all black. Like I'm going to see them the whole show. But then at the end, you're crying, yeah. you know, as the as they transition from like the baby horse to the the big boy horse, and uh, so like the way that the um, so I, I had two different puppets that I was operating. The first one I was basically take like a schoolhouse chair without any legs, and then put it onto a moving circular platform, and then put a seatbelt on it. So I was sitting in that. And then the thing basically draped over me as my whole body while I'm sitting uh, cross-legged. And uh, that's when, uh, I forget the name of the first song that uh, Audrey 2 sings, but um, it's very like quick paced. And we had a, a black guy who was the, uh, the vocalist for it. And we synced up like instantly. And so I was doing every hit of the runs. So basically... I had one arm on top holding a metal bar and then another arm on the bottom holding a metal bar. And I was basically chomping constantly, moving my arms uh, up and down. And uh, it was about a 35-pound puppet. Um, so I'm basically lifting 17 and a half pounds with each arm. It's a fat um, and it was for a straight, like, six minutes straight. 
So I got like ripped during that show. <laughs> um, and then the second puppet, when it got bigger in the second act was basically if you took like a roller coaster, a roller coaster seat, like how it like goes over your shoulders. It was basically like that with like a belt, a metal belt around my back. And uh, I actually had to lift it up with my whole body. Um, and it was about 80, 70 to 80 pounds. Um, and so then instead of me using one arm on each bar, there was one bar that was basically like a, like a barbell that I'd have to lift up in order for the mouth to open up. And I had to actually like stand up and walk around with this like extra 70, 80 pounds. Uh, it was so much fun. And then like just kind of coming out of it, like, uh, Ace Ventura out of the rhinos. It was great. <laughs> So, like at the end of the show, I'm just like super sweaty with gloves on. I just come out. I'm like, oh hey. So, puppeteering, acting, and then it's like Air Force. I'll do that. Interesting. Very interesting. I mean, there's a lot in between that, but you know, don't want to go long. You know, nah, I understand. Luke, we uh, you you're at 12:42. We've got to go, Luke. We love you, but we gotta go. But Luke, if well, I got I got to ask you guys questions. Please, two questions. Throw it out there. Go okay, ahead. so the first question. I'll ask both, and then you can answer them accordingly. So the first one is going to be, if there was a tournament, like a $50,000 tournament for a board game, what board game do you think you have the best chance of winning with? And then the second question is, when it comes to learning a skill, like think of an instrument that you would love to be able to play just at the highest level. Would you rather guaranteed be at that position in five years, but you have to work for it? Or you just wake up the next morning and you're a master at it. Basically, is the journey to be an expert more important to you than just being an expert at it? No, wake up the next morning, I'm done. Violin, definitely Con- take five years to learn it. Yeah, uh, Concordia, that's my game I would play. That's just because nobody, you're just who you're playing them with. Um, <laughs> you and Enrique. You Enrique. Uh, or Can't Stop. No, that's complete random. I'm very good at Crant Stop. Though. No, you're not. Crant Stop. Crant Stop. Cranston. Brian Cranston Stop. Go ahead, Enrique. Uh, basically, uh, what, what, what game you would choose? What instrument would you oh, play? Okay. Instrument you would play. And it can't be the Xbox controller. Oh, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would say probably the violin as well. I always. Oh I, I, I've Devil always liked. Down in Georgia. Okay, we got it. The violin. The violin's excellent. All right, we got to wrap this up. And to answer, I am undefeated in the best, and Ben Mannix will agree with me, bidding game of all times, uh, Modern Art. <laughs> you almost forgot the name. Well, Evan Mayer's got high society there for a second. I know, Modern Art. I, am unde- I, <coughs> I cannot uh, be beaten in Modern Art. Enrique can't be beaten in anything that requires cards. Luke, yeah. thanks for calling. You've been a fantastic for caller. For sure. Thanks for answering. And call back. We'll call back some other we'll time. We'll do this another time, and, and we'll have the we'll, same we'll, seven callers call. We'll have a counseling <laughs> session with you. You can tell us. We, we, we can we can get you through these rough patches. We're Enrique's listening. very good. We're listening like Dr. Oh, Fraser Crane. The patch is no longer rough. There it's no go. longer That's rough. Good. That's All good. right. That's what we want. See, we've already helped. All We're right, not Luke, even here. Thanks for calling, and we'll see you on... The next one. The next one. Okay, you'll, you you won't see me anytime soon. I won't oh. see you anytime soon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to end this. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Love That's you guys. Terrible. Bye. Bye, Luke. Right. Okay. You, we have to call this person right. back. I've promised I call. Get this away from me. Oh, yeah. You're playing with this yeah, arm. Get, call yeah. that person. I don't me. know how to call them. Call dial, dial, dial 1 800. Let me tell them to call right JG now. JG Rutledge 776. <laughs>
that but no. local commercials. But yeah. No, yeah, like, local. But yeah, get that arm away from me. I, I literally can't. Like, so sit people, still. people want. Well, while Gabby's working on the phone, Miss Me and you discuss. All right. That we have a meta like this, this little area for which we record at in Gobby's room here. We have these little arms that connect to his board game table, that keep us from reverberating. I don't know reverberations when we slap the uh, table. So these little slap of the bass. Hey, listen, I'm listen. Sorry, we're I'm, talking. I'm, Why I'm, are you just <laughs> God, Enrique? Listen, one of the things. Uh, but, uh, he listened. Whoever uh, uh, he answered. Welcome to the board game snobs podcast. This is Gabby. Thank you for calling. Who are we talking to today? Hey, how are you? We're doing good. Cool. This is Mason Pierce. Mason um, Pierce. It's Mason. Yes. Jerry's arch nemesis. Yes. I have thoughts about have Mason. Thoughts about I don't know why I have <laughs> thoughts about Mason, but I do. Yeah. You also, uh, one time I wrote an email in and you made fun of my name and my wife thought that was absolutely hilarious. She started <laughs> cry laughing. I did why I, would you make fun of Mason? I'm What's wrong with his name? I'm looking it up now, the email, because I'm like, what did I, what would I say about Mason? Or is your profession bricklaying by any chance? Uh, close. It's it's economics, which Ooh. is the bricklaying of the data world. The economics of bricklaying. Greeting, Mason. Do you yeah. have any questions or comments for either of us, all of us, anything in general? Uh, yeah, I wanted to know what your thoughts were on who would win a fist fight between Gobby and um, Tom Vassell. Okay, I'll tell you right now. So I've met Tom Vassell several times. Tom Vassell is a very tall man. He appears to be very vibrant, and we all know that he has like numerous children, numerous children. So he's his vitality is up there, no doubt. But <laughs> his virility, his virility. But what people don't understand is number one, Gobby is a big man, but there are certain aspects of Gobby that that will catch you off guard. Have you ever watched like National Geographic, and had and like you've watched like an alligator? Maybe that's not a good comparison. Like a hippo and how fast they move. It's like it's unbelievable that an animal that you just don't assume would be so agile. And I remember when I first met Gobby, he danced. He was like just shuffling around. And he's very light on his feet. Cleveland shuffling around. And I just I would suspect that if it was a if it was they're both angry. Like if you just took Tom and and Gobby and threw them in in a in a pit and said, just fight. Tom is going to beat Gobby to death. I would say we both have like these deep down <laughs> anger issues that which we like squash down and then they like just boil to I the top at some point. Imagine points. Tom just bashing your head in screaming, Why did you leave me, Sam? And just um <laughs> Who's Tom Who, by the way? Anyways, but I think that if you made Gobby mad and the passion with the, the violence welt up in him, I have no doubt that Gobby could take Tom Vassell. I think Tom, okay. I think Gobby could not only beat Tom Vassell, he could probably throw Roy in there too. I think he'd take them both at the same time. <laughs> wow! I think he's that. Okay. He, I don't know. I, Roy's I, pretty wiry these I days. I don't know. I think you get him, but I would. Okay, here's my th- Enrique. What do you say? I would say, like Gobby. You're you're very big, but like you have a lot of strength to it. Like I've <laughs> well, seen well, you. You're big boned, but 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 it's not bone. Because like, you don't have any muscle, really. You just have how dare well, you don't you. work out. No, but but <laughs> you're naturally. What's the term I'm, just, I'm looking for? You're naturally strong. What? No, not strong. What is it that not we say strong. in the South? Hoss. Like Hoss? Just, so. I don't know if Hoss in the South. Have you seen Bonanza? He hasn't seen Bonanza. Have Mason, I seen Bonanza? Mason Pierce. Have you seen Bonanza the TV show? Yeah, but it's it's been a while. Been a while. Yeah. There is a literally a character called Hoss. Hoss. And so in the South, if somebody says that you're hoss, 
doesn't necessarily mean that you work out or that you're buff. It's just that this just person a big guy. is a big guy who has okay. underestimate, like you underestimate their strength. Like they're just, they're not physically, they're just hoss. Like I don't know how to describe it. That's just it. Like, I'm trying to think of somebody who's hoss. Okay. Got it. I'm trying to think. So, of, so the answer would be Gobby would be Tom. I would put Bunny on Tom. I would say Jack Black is hoss. I would not fight Jack Black. That rascal is like that's you a watch- good that's a good that's Thank a good you, person Thank right you. there. That's a, exactly who I would yeah. Tom, Tom Jack Black would yeah. He's overweight, but yet you can tell by his videos and et cetera, he's athletic and he has underlying strength and virility within him. He does jump around a lot. He jumps around quite a bit. I'm a dancer. I've been roller skating with Charday. I try to keep myself quick and nimble like Jack. And uh, that's how I operate. But now I also who, do who would not... win between. Go ahead. Who would win between you and Big Bird? Well, Big Bird's a Big bird. Big Bird is eight two, three hundred pounds, or two eighty, depending on which Big, episode. Big you're Bird is not out, and the Big Bird is a pushover. <laughs> He's too tall. <laughs> He's too tall. He Snuffle suffers up. from gigantism. Snuffleupagus is who you got. But, but he's bottom heavy. He's like a weevil. Right. Gobby, Gobby. I would take out his chicken legs Gobby's bottom with, heavy. A, with a sweep, okay. a sweep of the legs, and he's gone. Gobby's bottom heavy. All right. That makes sense. Speaking of birds, I have an app idea for you. My wife hates this idea, but it's a million-dollar idea. Go okay. ahead. We're listening. Tell me what you think. All right. So you enter your age, your gender. <laughs> My wife is in the seat next to me laughing. <laughs> you enter your age, your gender, your height, and your weight. So it calculates like your expected bone density Mm -hmm. and then it tells you how much you'd weigh if you had bird bones (laughs) million dollar idea but what's the point bird bones you know how much you'd weigh if you had bird bones (laughs) you just got the point so if you could like grow some uh, have a big enough feathered wing you could Take off the ground? Like, what's the point? Well, bird just, bones, bird bones are hollow. I don't hollow. know what the point is. What is the point of anything? Bird know? bones are hollow, and they have struts in them, so you're lighter. Mason, I'm on your... Did you say girlfriend or wife? Wife. My wife, yeah. My wife. My wife. My wife. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. I, it was... I did... I did... On the podcast, I did come up with an idea how Mason Pierce... I remember... Like, how Mason Pierce sounded... Like I think on the podcast, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah, I read an email. Yeah, I was like, was. I bet Mason sounds like this. I don't know why I did that, but I remember because we were talking about somebody, somebody's name, and I went on about did mate. I bet Mason sounds like this. I don't know why I did that. Yeah, yeah. I was it's on a road a trip. I forget where we were going. <laughs> that must have so been my episode wife just started, like dying laughing. That was probably epi- the the episode like our like whatever one hundred or one fifty when we finally did like the big episode and we had call ins and Mason Who must knows? have called in with this. Who knows? But um, Perry, bones, Perry Mason Pierce bones. It would be nice if that app would tell you how much you would weigh if you were on various planets and knowing the gravity. That would be a thing. Well, birds can't go to planets, though, Jerry. Well, I know, but you don't really worried about the. I like it's. It'd be interesting if you put your weight and height and all that mess in, and you did. What if I had bird bones? What if I was on Mars? Things of that nature, and it would just adjust yeah. your weight. What if I was. Uh, 20,000 leagues under the sea. What if I was physically active and took care of myself and had self-respect? <laughs> How much would I weigh? Yeah. Like, you know, things of that <laughs> nature. That would be a good one. What would, ha- you know, yeah. it would just estimate and say, you would be da-da-da. They've been doing those, yeah. what is it, the facial things where they were like scanning people's face in, they're so old, and then they're like, what did they look like when they were 20? So they're taking like people's old, old the older people, like the AI is like de-aging them. 
and saying this is what they look like. Yeah. That's interesting. So you, you could, could do what would you look like as like a as a chickadee or something? What would you look like as a manatee? Anything that ends with that, yeah. that's my question. Mason seems to be very concerned with fowl and why birds. is your mind so foul? Why is Mason so uh, obsessed you know, with birds? Wingspan did it to everybody. Wingspan, wingspan. <laughs> wingspan did. It did. Mason, what color are your eyes? I'm just thinking of Mason piercing blue eyes. That's all I can they think are, of. They are blue. Yeah. That's, uh, that's all I can think of. This whole part, I'm like thinking Mason piercing blue eyes. And, and we're very judgmental. I did win best eyes in high school. He go. Well, you what? got best eyes. Yeah. Who? My wife got best smile, which she does have. What did you have? I had class clown. Of course. Which is <laughs> kind of like not good because it's like oh zoinka, like I was a zoinka zoinka guy, but I wasn't in high school. I was, I was classically funny in school. <laughs> classically funny, and people appreciated oh, that. Yeah. Ricky, what did you? I win? did lots of pratfalls, opening doors into that. my face. What did you win? I don't even think we had that. Because you were homeschooled. He didn't go to high school. Wow. Okay, whatever. You're homeschooled. I also had uh, most likely to succeed, but that's not saying much because I went to school in Appalachia. Well, I I went to school in a very small town of which we had like 58 people in my graduating class. Appalachia. So it didn't didn't require a whole lot. Great Xanax out there. Mason, uh, is is your wife listening to you talk right now? She is, yeah. Okay. What does your wife think of us? That's more important. She listens when okay. I listen. Okay. She, she likes the. Yeah. I, we have found. We, I did this thing where I was keeping track of emails and various comments from our viewers, and I have found that my wife, my wife, I speak you to it, um, brought up that the wives of our listeners enjoy us equally as much, if not more so, than our actual listeners, which thus would make them listeners, which is circular. Um, I think it's because we don't just talk about board games, but yet we're just, yeah, that could be true. I think we're just classically, we're generalized, just, we're just good. I don't know how to say that without sounding haughty, but the wives, Almost professional level comedians, maybe haughty or naughty, um, professional level comedians. <laughs> Do you know oh, what happened? My- Dan didn't call in. It's probably well, it like is, 4 a.m. there. It's 4 a.m. at there. Let's see. That's Hold okay. On. We should have we should have had Dan. So, uh, here we go. Do you have any questions wait, for Wait, 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 wait. or naughty? Oh, come on. What See, are you this, doing? Is this is what happens when you rely upon uh MP3s and soundboards. Enrique. What? Stay right there. Mason, do you have any questions for Enrique? Um how did he get to be so inspirational? Inspirational. How did you become an inspiration to the masses? People feel yeah. that you're inspirational. I don't, to be honest, I don't know. I know how. To be all honest. How do you know? I know how you became inspiration. Tell me. Because people, people get a vibe from you that you should be dead, <laughs> and you're not. <laughs> and that's like they look at you and they go, "Here's here's what happens." When I was a young man, many many moons ago. I had this thing where I would look at other people that I thought were just how in the world are these people making it in life? And they inspired me because I thought, well, if this loser can do it, surely I can. And I think that people, because I don't think you realize, your voice goes out to thousands of people each week, and they go, board gamers. And they're like, I'll never have a successful podcast. I'll never be anything. But they hear your voice, and they're like, this guy... 
this guy hasn't just this guy's done it and you've put zero effort into it yes you just show up it's like yo I'm you here. how many episodes of this podcast we're like on episode one something hundred two fifty yeah uh, two we're at two fifty two we're past two hundred yes how many episodes have you listened to uh, none. none you've never heard your voice on this podcast and it's crazy You've done nothing, <laughs> and yet you, Mason. I want. I've changed some inputs and outputs. Mason, are you still there? Yes. Okay. I just I, the reason we couldn't hear Dan is because I had it on the wrong output. Who's Dan? There's no one does what board game snobs do better. They are almost professional level comedians. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. That's did you, why. Did you hear that, Mason? Yes. Man, I'm good. I'm so good. I, listen, you are good. I am so good at this I don't tell thing. you this very often until the Evan Williams kicks you. in. Sorry, I just... But out of all the p- co-hosts I've ever had... <laughs> that Gobby was your only co-host. You have... You're the largest... All you need is a Yamaha MG. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't finish anything you just started. <laughs> I just stifled myself. Mason. Mason. Yes. Thank you for listening. And uh, thanking your wife. Thanking. Thank, we are thanking your wife. We are thanking your wife presently. I will tell her. And uh, we have one more caller that's way past due. We have to call somebody else. We well, have yeah. so we many told call- them that This they, episode's been lit. I love what I've done here. You hung up I, on him. I don't even know what that was. Mason, you still Someone's there? Someone's calling in. Mason? We've lost you hung up on Mason. I did nothing. You hung. He hung up. Okay, well, That's I, a good I, We man. have one last caller. I fought with Mason many times. He's accused me of being wrong, which, as you know, I can't comprehend. Yeah. And it's not. This is our last I one. This was a message that was left that they would call. It's. I don't know what happened to Mason. Mason, we're sorry. It's, I pushed nothing. It's not that I. But I, he was driving, so maybe I am phone humble. Calls dropped. I can understand that I might be wrong. You were wrong about uh, that chocolate cake once. German? <laughs> yeah, the German chocolate cake. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. Oh, German? No, the guy named German made it. I was not wrong about that. <laughs> you were definitely but, wrong but about that. People, what it is is that people feel that I'm wrong. <laughs> and I know that, listen, sometimes I say things that are very harsh. Are you calling this person? Yeah. I, I don't know how to call out on Oh, there he is. Yes. Thank you. Can I answer this one? Yes, no. go ahead. Ready and... Welcome to the Board Game Snob Podcast. This is Jerry, whom I ask is speaking. Uh, uh, is is this Enrique's number? Uh, it, it, perhaps. Who is this? Uh, this is Eric. Eric who? Eric, Eric Gonzalez. Eric and Lindsay. Eric Gonzalez. Gonzalez! This is Eric! We know Eric! Eric, Yes! How, did you you have a phone out where you're at? You're out in the country, <laughs> way out there. Did you build it out of <laughs> sticks and rocks? And don't worry about that. He's just no. He's called us. He's on his ham, ham radio. His ham radio. All right. Yes, Eric. Are y'all going to BGG Spring by any chance? No, they're not. She's oh, already said. No, oh, I'm going to be very sad. Boo. I've already communicated with them. Yes, me and Enrique have decided at the last minute to go because Gabby wasn't going. Bubba might show up, but me and Enrique are going because Gabby, one, Gabby can't go. We know that. But Enrique said he would pay for everything. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know okay, I may well, be. Count me, in, count me in then. All right. See? 
What? <laughs> Eric can come stay in our room. We got it. <laughs> Very nice. It's so generous of you. That was the, the 10th caller. Oh <laughs> the BGG. <laughs> and it's Eric. Congratulations. Uh, 10th caller wins the BGG. <laughs> there you go. Eric, how's things been How going? Many, good, good. How many calls have you all had? We this has been shockingly <laughs> successful. Like we are backed up. We're having to call people back because we don't know how to transfer call. Yeah, I was, I was like, you, you called while other people were on the phone, and I did not know how to. Like, I, I was hoping to be able to merge calls in. I don't know how to do that. This is Google Voice <laughs> is what we're using. And it's just an internet system. And I just was like, I was literally like taking pictures of the numbers calling in and like texting them back. And like, it was, it was <laughs> but it was good. We've had a, this has been, I've had more fun on this episode in a long time. That, good, that's, good. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a phrase that made sense, but uh, yeah, it's good. I had more fun on this episode than I've had in a long yeah. time. I think it's because so how, do you, we, how do you like how do you pack somebody in like that? I'm on a landline. Uh, we just have a switchboard. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm telling you, I'm not I, on landline. We I do. have a mixer. That's a Yamaha. <laughs> and I, Eric, if I could, I have a plethora of wires going everywhere. It looks bad. I need to take a picture of this. It's not pleasant looking. Sarah, patch them in. <laughs> it literally is. He's just plugging in things here, and it's working. We need it. We need some operators with smoking a few ciggy cigs and like patching people in. And but it's working. It's working. Like that's that's why I like the Yamaha. It is so versatile. It's a it's a versatile mixer. My first four wheeler was a Yamaha, a two fifty. Little did you know they made mixers. Uh, Bear Tracker back in night. 1998. I think I had a keyboard, so uh, you know they got their hands in a lot of things. So you were playing the keyboard. I, my, the the first Yamaha I ever had as a four wheeler was an automatic, which blew my mind at the time. I, had, I didn't have I to shift standard. gears. No, I had standard because I always like shift gears. I wouldn't buy. An I like shifting gears. I like shifting gears. But my buddy, he bought a Yamaha four wheeler, and he's like, "You ain't got to shift gears no more." And I was like, 16 You, you, you don't like shifting gears. You don't shift gears. I, shi- you I in the shifted same gear gears for a living. Long gear. I shifted gears but, but for a in, living. But in, in real life, you're in and in, in RIL. Is that how they say it? IRL. IRL. Thank you, Boomer. Um, that it was <laughs> I, real. I should say Lin- Lindsay's here. Lindsay's here. So Lindsay's the one that settled the debate. Over who the star of the show was and who the host of the show was. And then she changed it. No. She did. No, Well, not really. She didn't change it. Um, After I became the star and you were absent for so long. You've never been the star. She said, you know what? You've never been the star. (laughs) Listen. He may be a little bit angry. We apologize. So I'd like for Lindsay to settle once more. Is she there? What Enrique is. What? Oh, okay. I may have yelled just then. I apologize. What is Enrique? This was a question uh, sent to us by Enrique's parents. <laughs> yes. But we don't know how to answer it. What the is Enrique? The dunce or the jester? The what? The jester. The dunce? Did you say dunce? The dunce? The dunce or the jester. Do you know what a dunce? Do you know what the jester is? I know what the jester is. That's the guy who juggles. He's, yeah. He makes jokes. And he dies. Yeah, I have the to. The king kills him. Yeah, I have to make the jokes to calm you two down. But I'm you not. Did not amu- you don't amuse me. I have to kill you now. 
What's that? Well, that's a, I don't know. That's like kind of a Russian accent. <laughs> that was that Russian. That's like an Azar has Italian. You don't yeah. amuse me. You kill your nose. Can we, can we just have a uh, monthly group call? Because this is very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we've, I cannot tell you this episode is really good for some reason. So, we've, yeah. I'm sure we've insulted several people thus far. Yes, it's been bad. So we you, had we had a caller from Louisiana, and I had to break out my hello there. What we talking about today? I just love talking like this. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, Thibodeau, Louisiana. Welcome to today. We should do each month. We should do the episode and just pick an accent <laughs> or something. Which is funny because I have a because it's southeast. Racist. <laughs> How you find it? No, no I, can you be racist against certain dialects? Because I have a southeastern Oklahoma, yes, northeastern Texas. Yes, because I, I, I talk like this, I talk a specific way, and people talk like this. And it's like, yeah. So when I hear it, like, you know, anytime the news cuts to somebody and there's like somebody trapped in a basement for 12 years by their parents, they're like, well, I saw them down there and they was trapped for a long time in that basement. And they always have a southern horrible accent. I'm like, can we not have somebody like this trapped in either the northeast or the northwest? I used to walk by and I'd wave be like, why are you doing down there? Yeah. I opened the window one day and he's like, "Have me out of here." They've been yes, that's that. So my favorite thing is when there's tornadoes that blow through the area and they interview people, and there's always some. They they purposely. Uh, I'm going to tell this story because this was a horrific accident that took place back when I was on fantastic on the on when I was working for the fire department. So I li- we live in the middle of nowhere, and a plane crashed. In this town of like 40 people. Oh my God. And we don't know what a plane is. Like, I'm the only person that's been out of the country in this town. And, but if the Dallas Fort Worth airport, like the fairway, the air that goes over this town. And so this plane happened to crash, had, it was a smaller private jet. So, anyways, we had never dealt with something like this. So we're out trying to locate this crashed, this this crashed plane and while we're trying to look and the FAA and all these people are communicating with us this farmer waves us down and I remember this very just clear as day stops us while we're in the fire department and says hey y'all looking for a plane we said yeah he said well I don't know what this is you come look at it and we followed him to his house and in his he says now look up look up here in this pecan tree and there was a chair from a, oh. an aircraft, like the, the seat was in his tree. He says, now what? Nobody in it. And I just remember looking <laughs> up at it and thinking, oh, no, this is not. This is real. This is happening. And so we panicked. And while we were out searching for this crashed plane, the local news showed up because they heard about it. And we completely refused to speak to the news. This is important because after this event, the fire department made me the PIO, the public information officer, because of this event. Meaning I was the guy that was supposed to get on the news and explain and let people know what happened. Fun fact, nothing ever happened. I never got on the news after this. But because we were so scared of what was going on and so disorganized, nobody talked to the news. And the news will find somebody to talk to, to put on camera. And they found a volunteer fire department. A volunteer 
a woman in her 60s that was on the auxiliary who had no teeth, and her nickname was literally Toothless Maud. <laughs> they interviewed Toothless Maud. Toothless Maud. If you're picturing, when I say Toothless Maud, and you think of a person, I can almost guarantee you, you are picturing this person accurately. Almost guarantee you. Oh, yeah. We live in Missouri, so we know. So, exactly. Toothless <laughs> Maud gave, gave, Toothless Maud she gave. Doesn't, she doesn't meth around. Okay, no, she didn't have meth. We test our volunteers. Um, plus, they're, they get up, they're up all night, so they're <laughs> reliable. Um she gave the interview to the local news, and it was so bad that it was, we completely just, that was it. That was the end of it. We had to, from then on out, and they chose me to be the public information officer. And then after that, I was so wired up for the next big event so that I could be on the news, and then that nothing ever happened. So, yes. <laughs> so, that's the, yes. That's, that's, why did I get off on this? I don't know. So, that, that- uh, Lindsay and Eric. Rack, is that is that plane wreck? Is that where you got that mess of wires that you're you're running? <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah, you saw my picture I sent you. It's yeah, it's horrible, yeah, isn't it? it? Yeah, Have so you guys ever seen the uh DJ that would like remix news interviews into songs? Remix news interviews of songs. That uh-uh. sounds familiar. It was like auto tune the news, I think. It was a real old. I'll send you Eric will send you one. One of them <laughs> I'm sure more than one is, but one of them was from Kansas City. Uh, this lady who was like at a quick trip, which is a gas station, uh, when it got robbed. It doesn't sound funny, but it's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's the same thing. Just like <laughs> interview some random person. Very charismatic. My favorite is yeah. the Arby's guy. The Arby's guy. The guy who did the Arby's, the Arby's interview. Guy. Yes, please. It's, it is it is internet famous, has been for years. It is It is one of the greatest films of all times. This guy... Um, the local news, th- this actually happened. Somebody accidentally drove a car through an Arby's and this guy decided to dress up in an Arby's uniform and he stood out in front of the Arby's and he filmed himself like he was giving the interview and he spliced it in with the local newscast. And it's just, just Google Arby's guys. It's a guy that looks faintly like Enrique, sort of, kind of. And he gives the absolute greatest interview of all time, but it's all fake, but it's great. Arby's guy, interview, the, the worth worth watching. I watch it every month just so that it helps with depression. Eric and Lindsay. Yes. I have a question for I'm you. I'm not Eric. Are y'all are y'all traveling? Yeah. Are y'all stationary? Do you have Station. Wi Fi where you're at? We uh we hot spot off our phones. That's what we have. Okay. I because got- at one time we were gonna we were gonna we, we had discussed about having an interview with Eric and Lindsay because they have a very interesting lifestyle which I'm very interested in. But I wasn't quite sure about your uh, internet capabilities. I got Starlink. I live out in the sticks I have too. To, oh, I have to. How say, do you like it? I love it. So I have. I had the best effort, which is just basically Elon said, "We'll just you pay the same, and we'll give you the best internet that we can, but we can't guarantee anything." And here recently, they launched like five hundred different satellites, and they just sent me an email saying, "Congratulations, you're no longer on best effort. You're now a customer." And since then. I live out in the middle of nowhere where like cell phone signal is rough and I'm getting like 50 megabytes download, which is amazing for where I'm at. But yet you never call me and say, Hey, do you want a podcast? I have a family. I have children. That's your excuse. But yet when you want to go bowling, 
Oh, I take my children bowling. Everything's clear. I out. take my children children bowling. You yes. can bring Jack to the podcast. Jack does not do well. He's not a great podcaster. Uh, he's not great. And plus, did you have people thinking that he's a small, uh, he's small English child? Daddy, yes. Can does, I come on your podcast, does it, Daddy? Doesn't sound like that. Doesn't sound like that at all. I would love to come on your podcast, Daddy. No, he doesn't sound like. Don't that. leave me behind, Daddy. Not again. That's awful. <laughs> Anything you want to ask Enrique while he's here? Enrique fell asleep briefly, but his sugar's gotten low. Oh, wait. It turned back it. on. Enrique, yes, are ma'am? you ever going to move out of your parents' house? <gasps> wow. Ooh. Shots fired. Shots fired. Ask him about his license <laughs> next, Lindsay. Please, ask him about his driver's wow. license. Wow, you guys are really hurting me. How right? old are you now? Um, 47. <laughs> How old are you, Enrique? 20? 21. 3? 21. 23. 3? God. That's okay. I lived with my mom when I was 23, but it was after I moved out and went to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. There we go. Yeah, whatever, college. What goals do you have? When are you going to get your driver's license? I'm actually trying. I'm actually trying to get it right now. Are you? How are you That's trying? Uh, like, you got, I'm. You're taking I'm, the test right now. Uh, not taking the <laughs> test right now. My, I'm like studying it. Just so like, how, there's a pamphlet. It's like a three-page pamphlet. He's Jeez. looking at the pictures. <laughs> like, you, uh, what? I, I got like a little book like, for it. Do you like driving in Rico? He's never driven. Like I'm, I'm fine with driving. It's just it. I, I was just never motivated to drive whatsoever. It's like, and I had, why is that? Why is that? Not it, motivated to do anything. Yeah, there is nothing I. That I wanted to do. There was nothing. Well, why is that? If you look up non, no, I'm not nonchalant. Shh. That's him, Enrique. Why is that? Oh, why are you not motivated? I, I, like I, Lindsay's I, asking. Lindsay's <laughs> asking the hard question. Kind of. I just, I just never had any type of like. I don't know. Just, there was nothing I really thought of. Just. He's befuddled. He's he befuddled. Don't, he doesn't even know what to say. He's befuddled. He doesn't know how to answer the question. Yeah, he has experienced no motivation in his life up to this point. Is there anything that you want? I think, I think it's the chicken nugget Dr. Pepper diet. I do too. That might be it. It might be fogging you. his brain somewhat. Thanks. I think it stunned you. Yeah. Have you ever, yeah. like when you remember when you were little, did was there ever anything that you ever thought, this is what I want to do? I want to be an astronaut or something. You never thought that? Nope. I remember when what I was. What about even a board game? Uh, not, uh, what a uh, video game like tester? A video game I, tester. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, yeah. What's yeah. that? They're out there. They test video games. Yeah. They, they have them. T- <laughs> they have them play the games oh, to okay. test yeah. out the bugs. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah be laughing. I'm on Twitch. You look foolish right now. Oh, okay. I figure what the the technical term for that is, but. Yeah, yeah, there are there are jobs. Dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like when I was young, I wanted to be an astronaut. Yeah, like and that. I thought I'm How going. I, I know <laughs> I wanted to be an astronaut when I was ten years old. I remember my dad. I said I want to be an astronaut, and the most real thing he said, "You got the first syllable right." The. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you've been shooting stupid. It was you. You like we've been podcasting like two hours. All everything you've said so far has been awful. That was great. Um, and I said, like, 
I want to be an astronaut. And he gave me the most real answer I've ever received in my life about anything. I remember my father looking at me and saying, you got asthma. They won't let you. (laughs) And I just remember thinking, oh, so like I can't? No, can't. You might be able to work on the rockets, but you you can't go. And I just remember that feeling of there's something I can't do because of this. And it made me a realist. And that is why I am so horrifyingly bitter and objective uh, to this day. Actually, now that you say that, I think I, I've Very also had that type of same experience with my my kidneys. <laughs> like, like I, I was like, <laughs> I know how I worded that, and that sounded super weird. As soon as I said it, I was like, "You're an idiot!" On how you said that. I think Enrique might be the star of the show. What did your father say? No, 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 no. no. What did your father say, Enrique? No, I, no it, it wasn't even my father. It was my mother. Because <laughs> my, my my mother was more. I was always with my mother. I've never, I don't, Jerry, yeah. I've never seen Jerry laugh this hard about anything. But like anytime I wanted to play any type of sport, it's like be on a team or something like that. You should have chosen bowling. I'm not making fun of you. No, 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 no it sound, really sounds like you are, though. Really <laughs> sounds like you are. No, you're fine. This has been fantastic. Eric and Lindsay, y'all are closing out our show. We're closing in on almost a two-hour episode. Uh, the phone calls have come in from our most loyal listeners, I must say. Wiffle ball. Happy make it on here. Yeah, well, uh, y'all called in. Uh, we don't have a whole, like, three... what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I messaged Eric. I didn't know the number. I just said, call us right, we'll right now. <laughs> What's that? I said, we'll put this on our podcast. There you go. <laughs> on your podcast? <laughs> yeah, since you all called us. Yeah, we're yes. gonna call Lindsay, Eric and Lindsay. So what? what? Yeah, this is Eric and Lindsay's call-in show. What's <laughs> Jerry, what sport did you want to play? Okay, <clears throat> what sport did Jerry, you Jerry, pull it together. Okay. Pull it together. We have I'm Eric sorry, and Lindsay I just on the phone. Your mom, for a yeah, second, okay. that got me really. Dad, okay. That's, um, okay. So tell me. Yeah, but no, no, no I, I think no. we're done. I no. think we're done with no, that. No, no, we gotta let it happen. We gotta let it happen. Tell me. Okay. Because we're you just you're just trying to rush. Eric us and Lindsay, I'm sorry, but y'all they they've called us. <laughs> we, we called them. They're fine. So what? Tell me what did you? Well, Lindsay is a little uh, main, concerned about Enrique. That's so yeah, yeah. what sport do you want to play? Uh, mainly football. But you thought you? <laughs> it, was, it was just like something I wanted to do. But. Really? What what position fascinated you? Uh, position uh, probably runner. 
The, a okay. runner. Yes, runner a runner back. is a very <laughs> runner back. So there's, like, there's so lots now, now, of runners in football. So there's the running back. Yeah, running back. Which is the individual that stands kind of like off to the side of the quarterback and runs the ball. And there's the runner who runs along the sideline and gets the, the, the Gatorade. So oh, there, or there's a runner in your uniform when you like pull the thread and then you get a runner down your uniform. Okay. So you thought you could. Now, I want to I want to ask you this. And I'm being serious. Okay. You're flat-footed. Yes. You know that, and you say that all the time. You yep. have your feet are literally you're, there's a thing. With Nobody your feet. cares about that, but the military. How? Then you? I have never seen you run. Yeah. I don't think. So what made you think? So okay, so you you you've never ran that I've seen, mm-hmm. but you thought oh, you're going to run. This is inspirational to me. Okay. This truly is. So what? What made you like? Just go. I'm gonna be a running man. I'm gonna start running. Stop! Stop! Don't you dare! Don't stop! Okay, you go keep this. No, it don't happen. Because we can't stop it. Chat just on this corner right now. You want shrimp gum? Barbecue shrimp, <laughs> shrimp scam. And this is why I'm the wild card. Okay, of this so you thought you just wanted to run? Is that it? You had a passion for running, and how did that get? It was just stomped out. Stomped out, it, like because my mother's like, if you get hit, like somewhere near your kidneys, like, you, and if it because you just you just got the one. Yeah, I have the one because and like it, a, but it's and big, it, and it becomes damaged. You're going to die. It's like okay, right on the field. Yeah, on the field. Like, and it's just like, oh, okay, well. And you were like, oh. But did she tell you if you drink Dr. Pepper every day, it's also going to damage your kidney and you're going to die? Uh, surprisingly, no. Okay, Which Lindsay was truthful. Disregard. So then, so Lindsay, 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 said disregard. Disregard. Lindsay with truth bombs. Okay, uh, so Lindsay won't ice in that Dr. Pepper. Get some water. So, fascinatingly, okay. tonight, today, when I picked Enrique up, he came out of his home carrying like five Ozarka water bottles. This is unusual which for is Enrique. Very weird. And I said, "What are you doing?" He said, "I'm bringing, <laughs> bringing waters." Do you go there like you go. for we- regular checkups for your kidneys? Uh, no. Like, uh, when like, was the last time you went to the doctor? I don't even remember. Wow. Like, to be honest. So your your kidneys could be like good I, or they could be bad. Yeah. Like, like mine. Like your, your But kidney. I try to go to the doctor like for blood work you and drink they tell me so much fluids. Yeah. Yeah, Most but things. like yeah, like I feel fine. It's, I know you feel fine. <laughs> I feel fine. But that doesn't that can it how you may feel necessarily can not mean I'm good, but No, it doesn't. Is your urine clear? Yeah, I'm like it's cloudy? fine. It's clear. It's fine. So, so, so. Okay, this is getting a little weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Lindsay and Eric are still uh, on the line. Uh, so, <laughs> so, but your dreams were crushed because you wanted to be a runner. Yeah. It's just anything that had to deal with like physical activity. Just running. It was, just, it, it was crushed. You just wanted to run. So, do you, you enjoy running though? Just the act of running. Well, I've like, never down seen the road. you run. I've never seen you run. It was just mainly like just football, just like you like football, just run. It more like just being able to outrun 
everyone. Oh, huh? And just I don't I don't know if that's a thing. And <laughs> he outran everyone. Oh, here, let me let me have your hand. Okay, hold my hand. They're holding hands. I'll tell you right now. Oh, you you run. You don't just believe in your dreams. Don't take a photo and of this. run photo. as far as you can. Send mm-hmm. it to Eric and Lindsay right now. Possibly just run home. I'll pick you up on the way. Mm-hmm. 43 miles. You can do it. I would rather not. Not 43 miles. The Dairy Queen's a quarter of a mile away. Shoot, start small. Well, technically, Boeing's like been a good You're not profession. Running. You have. You've gotten, be- you've gotten better. I've noticed you've, you've you've gotten more athletic since you started bowling. Like, Your health, you start taking okay. more seriously. Eric can't run either. It's okay. Well, Eric's very but very Eric, lanky. He and he's vascular. And he is vascular. He is. Yeah, vascular. I remember when we met them and we played. Uh, what was that game the, with the 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 tableau the the tech tree uh, the space the, the, the game. space game? Yeah. You said after that game. Sun something. Fun. Yeah, beyond the sun. Beyond the sun. You said two things, and one of them was. Eric's very vascular. It's very vascular, which is a good thing. And I, for some, I didn't ask why. I just knew what you were talking about. Because he was. He just is. He is. He's a picture of health in my regard. He is very vascular. <laughs> All right. right. That's only because I take care of him. I, I believe that. Fruits and vegetables and no Dr. Pepper. No warm Dr. Pepper, certainly. Well, Eric and Lindsay, we hit, this is, uh, you, you are on a, so far the counter is going up and it's a 27 minute phone call that shows you how special <laughs> Eric and Lindsay are They're to us. They're the first listeners. <laughs> They're one of our first listeners. Thank oh, you so much for. Oh, you're trying to end this conversation. That's fine, Gobby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll, that'll, that'll wrap up the show. Do y'all have it? Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, who, wait, who, who show are we on? <laughs> Now you gotta Love cut it off. From you. Thanks um, for you can support us on Patreon. <laughs> Reach us at Eric and Lindsay at gmail.com. There you go. Thanks uh, for having us on the Eric and off. Lindsay show. We appreciate it very much. Enrique, sign us off. All right. All right. This Thanks. is Enrique. You can't say this is Enrique. I can and I will. Dang it. <laughs> say I thank will. you. Say I'm thank never- you. Say so. so thank you for listening to the board game snobs. Yeah, and then you throw it to me, and I throw it to Jerry. Then he throws it to you. All right. Well, thank you for for coming on. Here we go. He didn't even get that right. Didn't even get that right. You said it. Yeah, I I listened to it. Okay, and let me let me let me start it. Okay. Okay. Eric and Lindsay, thank you for being on the show. Oh, am I repeating? No, it now? no, no. You you are <laughs> silent right now. This is a this is a giant this is train why wreck. Your mother told you you couldn't run. This is why we don't take live phone calls. This is why we don't do live. <laughs> okay, okay, Enrique, you are done for the moment. Turn Let's, his, we're turning no, the mic off. Okay. No, no, you do. You do turn okay. my mic off. Eric and Lindsay, we truly do appreciate you calling in. You have been loyal listeners for a long time. We enjoyed playing games with you at BGG Spring 2022, and we appreciate everybody else who called in and everyone else, Jared. And Ryan, Ryan and Chad, and Luke, and Luke, and Mark and from Mark. The, the Green Tank, my favorite tank of the board game barrage. And uh, next time we'll have hopefully many other listeners that decide to call in as well. Eric and Lindsay, would you like to sign off in some particular way? Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for letting us uh, join in on this. I'll throw it back to you, Enrique. Go ahead. You can't do that. That's been forbidden, Eric. <laughs> he got his life. That's how rude it is. That's been forbidden, Eric. Sorry. 
All right, Eric and Lindsay, I'll speak for you. This has been Eric and Lindsay on the Board Game Snobs podcast. This is the type of thing we have to Jerry. This is Jerry. This is- Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Thank you.